You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add Lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a healthcare provider. Hello, America, and happy Sunday. It's the Sunday edition, the brunch edition. I love that, the Sunday brunch edition. You're probably scrambling your egg, cooking your toast, maybe grabbing the newspaper going to sit out on the porch and get a little fresh here. You know, it's probably a little chilly this time of year. Well, we got you covered. We're going to have some food for thought to put on that breakfast buffet. A great show today. Ken Paxton, the Attorney General from Texas, a man who has sued Pfizer for misleading the public about the safety and efficacy of the COVID-19 vaccines. A man who sued Joe Biden for multiple reasons on the border, including these border walls that Texas put up and the government was trying to destroy. He's going to kick us off today. In the second block, Congressman Ben Klein from my home state of Virginia actually represents my district where I have my cabin. He's going to come in to tell us a little bit about how Republicans are going to get to cut some spending. Are they going to do it? I don't know. A lot of people say, talk, talk, talk. We want action. Ben Klein's a guy of action. He's going to come here in the second part of the show, tell you how we get from where we are now, which is no cuts, to some cuts or big cuts. Ben Klein always has some big ideas, and he's a very powerful and influential voice in Congress these days. In the third block, Andy Biggs. He's from the FISA reform that magically got through the House Judiciary Committee last week. Historic stuff to the border. And of course, the Hunter Biden investigation. Andy Biggs is the man. He knows so much about it. Congressman Biggs will be with us in the third block. In the fourth block, South Carolina State Treasurer Curtis Loftus. He's a man who's using the power of the purse to punish woke companies. And now Disney was the latest. They'll get some bad news from South Carolina. Yep, they're not going to be eligible for state contracts anymore. Don't mess with South Carolina. Don't mess with Curtis Loftus. We're going to have that in the fourth block of the show. Fifth block, we're going to go to a story that my good colleague, Natalia Middlestat, broke earlier in the week. New evidence of just how much the Democratic Party's opposition research players, how they basically fraudulently or falsely obtained medical records of military personnel like J.R. Majewski. He's a candidate in Ohio. He's one of the victims. He's going to describe what happened in that block. And then we're going to finish up with a little pop culture. There's a brand new Christmas movie out. It's family friendly. It's liberty loving. It's called Jingle Smells. My good friend Sean Hannity is one of the executive producers. The other executive producer, Logan Ciccolo, he's going to join us to tell us about why your family is going to laugh and smile and be happy. They watched this great movie, Jingle Smells, right after these messages. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. 
All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote. It's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale. Four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, AMAC.us slash just news. That's AMAC.us forward slash just news. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton, he joins us right now. General Paxton, great to have you back on the show. Hey, great to be back. Thanks for having me. It is great to have you. This is a landmark case. I have a funny feeling when we're done, this and uh, Missouri v. Biden will be the two free speech cases of our generation. Tell us why it was important for the state of Texas to get involved in this censorship of American media companies by, of all things, the State Department. Look, the federal government has an obligation to defend the Constitution. In this case, they're doing just the opposite. They're actually censoring a violation of the First Amendment, uh, individual speech. And if the federal government can do that, then our Constitution becomes meaningless. And so our goal is to stop them, but it's also due to the discovery process to disclose and learn about and let people know what the federal government's actually doing so that hopefully there's a check on it in the future. Yeah, so important. Attorney General, um, I wanted to ask you about something that John flicked at at the beginning regarding FISA reform, bipartisan support for that, which is not really surprising because you had some people that are on the far left, like Pamela Jayapal and uh, uh, Zoe Lofgren, who supported that. So it's not surprising that you had a dragnet of other Democrats in there. But but it, it's interesting because I draw a comparison to this instance exactly, because this was a, a department under uh, or a, a program under the State Department, the Global Engagement Center. It was started in 2016 to target foreign propaganda and misinformation. And just like FISA, it has now been turned back on the American people. So with respect to what John was talking about and the bipartisan support for FISA reform, do you think that you're going to have bipartisan support behind going against this coordination on social media? Look, if they can do it to one group, it can be done to another group. And so it's, it's always easy if you like the target of something like this, you like censorship for the people you disagree with. But if you allow it for that, I can promise you this, it's gonna be used against you someday. So I think that's why you're seeing the FISA reform. And it was definitely needed. The the, the federal government's out of control on, on being able to go in without any type of warrant and get information and tap things. So in this case, I think that if we do not stand up now, whether it's, you know, you disagree with her, the uh, particular target, in the end, it will be used in a bad way against everybody. And yeah, the answer to uh, disinformation is more speech, not less speech. And it's uh, such an amazing lesson that uh, we're going to have to learn the hard way, I think, through the court system, thanks to your good work. Now, one of the areas where there was a lot of censorship early on was with COVID-19 and vaccines. We're learning now that we weren't getting the truth about those vaccines and other stuff. You have filed a landmark lawsuit against the drug maker Pfizer, uh, saying that it misled the American public about the COVID-19 vaccines. Tell us why this is such an important piece of litigation. Well, this has been a long time coming because these companies have special protection through the federal government. If it's a, considered a vaccine or it's treated as a vaccine, then they don't have to, they, they don't have any liability. So they don't necessarily have to test. They don't necessarily have to disclose what they're doing. And in this case, we're pretty sure they were lying about the efficacy and the effectiveness of this drug, saying that it was, or this drug, this vaccine, that it was 95% effective when in reality it may have been less than 1% effective. And then there's, there are certain groups that it actually maybe did more harm than good. 
So there's a lot of information here that the, the American public doesn't know, although I think they suspect. And then, of course, this was pushed on us by the federal government. People were threatened with the loss of their jobs unless they got this vaccine that turns out was completely unproven. And so as with this other case we were talking about with the Pfizer case, I think it matters for the future that people know what happened in the past so that we can make better decisions the next time something like this comes around. Yeah, I just want to make sure I heard you correctly. Did you say that the efficacy may have only been 1% on the shot? Yeah, I think they mis misstated and, and were misguided, at least, or maybe actually just lied about the effectiveness uh, percentage. It was much lower than 95%. That's at least what we've learned. And of course, through the discovery process, we're probably going to learn more than we know now. And it's going to be very helpful, I think, not just for our case, for our consumers, but I think this will be good for the American people to know exactly what Pfizer was doing. And then, of course, we also know that they were covering up the fact that these results were not as good as they had said and that they, there were side effects. And they, there, was a, there was a process of censoring people, just like we were just talking about, censoring people and, and, and making it hard for them to get this information out. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Oh, incredible. Um, as you just highlighted, there are obviously millions and millions of Americans who, even if they weren't necessarily vaccine injured by the vaccine, you know, they find that they get much sicker, uh, easier these days, even with just like a simple, a simple cold or cough. So a lot of people, a lot of Texans have been affected by this. Um, so I want to ask on their behalf of, of next steps or, or steps down the road, if you are successful in this and Pfizer has to pay out damages to consumers. Uh, I think back to the summer of 2020 when Pfizer got their first windfall of money from the federal government. I think it was about $2 billion for the first 100 million doses. And obviously there have been many, many millions of doses subsequent to those. So if Pfizer ultimately has to pay it out, isn't that ultimately just going to be taxpayer money coming back to them anyway? Or how do you induce them to, to use their own profits and revenue to pay this out? So it would actually go to the state of Texas. So it would go to our legislature, who then would decide whether this goes back to individual consumers or it goes into some type of program or is spent on something else. It would be completely up to the legislature. All I can do is hold them accountable, which is what I'm required to do under our Constitution, hold uh, corporations accountable for fraud. And that's what this looks like to us. It looks like fraud. So hopefully, we'll be, as we're successful, the legislature will use some of that money to help some of the people that have been harmed by the, the, the COVID vaccine. Mm, such an important case. We're going to be watching that from stem to stern. So important. Sir, you're also fighting on the, the front line of the border wars, of the incredible incursion into our country, invasion in our country. Some people say, uh, obviously, there's a big battle going on between you and the Biden Justice Department over the Texas border barriers. Can you bring us up to speed on the efforts by Texas to try to protect the American public and the effort by the Biden Depart uh, by Justice Department to keep you from doing that? Well, so we've got two cases. We've got the Bowie case, right? which, by the way, the judge, a lot of the media has misreported this, didn't say we couldn't use the buoys. They just said we had to move them to our side of the water. So, But we're still appealing that. We're, we're going to be hopefully at the fifth, in front of the entire Fifth Circuit because we, we lost the Fifth Circuit uh, two to one. But we still think we're correct on that. And, and we've lost cases at the Fifth Circuit because we don't control which panel we get. And we've ended up winning with the whole Fifth Circuit. So we're hopeful on that. And then we also have the wire cutting, the destroying of Texas property, where we have our own uh, fencing and we have our own concertina wire, and the federal government's cut it down to let illegals cross over, <laughs> and we've sued them over that. So we're in that fight as well. Gosh, that's insane. Incredible. I wanted to ask you specifically about the concertina wire case, because um, I, I can't imagine the posture of the Biden administration uh, to to not want something like this employed to disinvent incentivize it. it. It can't. They don't have a leg to stand on if they say it's a humanitarian issue, because what is a humanitarian issue is, you know, hundreds of thousands of illegal immigrants being incentivized to come to our border women and children. Uh, getting raped along the way, people getting killed along the way, having to pay tens of thousands of dollars to coyotes, the trade of children for drugs. The list goes on and on of actual humanitarian issues. What is their posture when it comes to saying, no, shut down the, well, the buoys and the concertina wire? So they rely on one one case. It was the Obama versus the, the state of Arizona, where the court, Supreme Court, with Justice Kennedy writing the opinion, Justice Roberts joining, saying that States could pass their own laws, but the federal government was completely in control of immigration. We don't think that case was rightly decided because the results are horrific. 
when the federal government decides to pass a law and then say, well, we're not going to enforce it, but see, we have this law, so you can't enforce it, so you have to suffer the damage and the consequences and all the trafficking and drug trafficking and sex trafficking and all the negative consequences, that's your problem now. That cannot be right. So Texas just passed a law, finally, I've been calling on, calling on them to do it for, for several years, that says we can arrest illegals on our own that cross our border. And that, I hope, will lead to the overturning of this horrifically bad case. Folks are going to wear Ben Klein, congressman from Virginia, right after the messages. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, Add lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code JUSTNEWS15. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a health care provider. Virginia Congressman Ben Klein. He sits on two of the most influential committees, and he joins us right now. Congressman, great to have you on the show. Hey, John and Amanda. Great to be with you. I want to start with the testimony today. Obviously, uh, the FBI director gave a very dire look at the state of uh, potential terrorism in the country, the possibility that a terrorist attack is just over the horizon. Obviously, he's trying to influence minds, saying, don't touch those seven Section 702 powers. Leave them just the way there is, or maybe we'll have a terror attack if you don't. Uh, I'd like to get your reaction. Did he sway many members of Congress today with his testimony? No, the, the scare tactics don't work. We have seen the abuse of this under Chris Ray's leadership. Uh, there are many who don't believe it should be renewed at all. There are others who understand the utility in fighting foreign terrorism, but we have to protect the constitutional rights of American citizens uh, in any legislation that we pursue. So uh, adding a warrant requirement to Section 702 uh, provides guardrails to a process that really has engendered uh, very little trust on the part of American citizens of their intelligence agencies, if, if uh, not to say distrust of our intelligence agencies. And uh, one way that they could begin to build back that trust with the American people is to uh, embrace a warrant requirement for searching Americans' uh, data online. Yeah. Uh, no doubt. Congressman, what what would a best case scenario look like for reform? Well, obviously, the best case scenario would be not needing it because of an, an absence of terrorism. Um, but what would a best case scenario be? Because I know that, you know, one of the reforms that has been mentioned is having someone there neutral to represent the person, the American citizen who is a possible target. But is, is there any way to make sure that it's 100 percent button up or is it kind of a double edged sword scenario? 
Well, that alone would not be enough to get my support or the support of many of my conservative colleagues. But uh, when combined with a number of other reforms like uh, a warrant requirement, the idea of having someone who is going to speak up for those who are, uh, uh, it's being requested that they be spied on, these American citizens, someone to speak for the American citizen, is an important component of ensuring our Fourth Amendment rights are, protect, are protected. So uh, I think that the bill that Andy Biggs has developed is a strong bill. It's got uh, many guardrails in place uh, to ensure that this important tool to fight terrorism uh, is not abused as it has been in the past by uh, our intelligence agencies. I don't trust uh, a lot of them when it comes to what they're telling us uh, about the use of this t uh, provision and the need for its renewal, the idea that if it lapses, uh, that, that the terrorists will have free reign to, to engage in terrorism against Americans. Well, they've had that at our southern border for months now. Uh, the idea that terrorists are coming across our southern border and in this country now is the fault of uh, our current administration and those in the executive branch who have allowed this problem, whether it's Director Mayorkas or Director Ray or President Biden, um, the broken border is first and foremost uh, what we have to address. And then we can look at what tools uh, our, our intelligence agencies, law enforcement has to fight terrorism abroad. Yeah, no doubt about it. Sir, today uh, the committee you serve on judiciary put out a very compelling report, really showing at all the abnormalities that occurred in the Hunter Biden tax investigation, all the times that agents were not allowed to take normal tactics, all the times the charges weren't pursued, the statute of limitations allowed to expire just because the defendant's last name was Biden. Uh, when you look at that uh, right now and people say, well, we keep hearing about this uh, dual system of justice. Do you think there is a will and momentum in Congress to begin to tackle some of these issues of disparate treatment in the uh, justice system? I, I think there is. And thanks to uh, brave whistleblowers like the two from the IRS who came forward, we now know uh, exactly what type of activities the, the Justice Department has been engaged in impeding, delaying, obstructing uh, the criminal investigation of Hunter Biden and learning about the connections between Hunter Biden and the rest of the Biden family, including the big guy, the president himself. So we've been investigating the foreign money received by the Biden family, the president's involvement in the foreign business entanglements and steps taken by the administration to slow or hamper uh, the criminal investigation. And so uh, this uh, announcement, which was done back in September, has been resisted by the administration. They've said because there hasn't been a vote to authorize this impeachment inquiry, therefore it's illegitimate and they don't have to comply. Well, th they do have to comply. And if we have to take a vote, we're more than happy to. And I'm optimistic that it will pass and that uh, the courts will then force the administration to comply with our demands for this information. Yeah, very important. Well, and I'm glad you brought that up because I think for a lot of people, you know, they see the ongoing investigations by oversight and judiciary and ways and means. And they're like, why are we, you know, why are we taking out time to to vote again on this? Speaker Johnson obviously announced that's going to happen next week. But the issue is that uh, in the future, if there are questions about some of these subpoenas, this just kind of helps to bolster it. Is that right? That's right. Um, the uh, Jim Jordan has made me chairman of a, the subcommittee on judiciary to uh, ensure compliance with and, and accountability with uh, the discovery that, that we uh, are undertaking. And so uh, the compliance with the subpoenas is important. Uh, the courts are going to ask uh, what, whether we went through the proper steps to issue these subpoenas and demand this information. And uh, when we say that we've taken a vote of the full house to authorize this next step, that puts a special level of importance on this information that essentially has been in place since the Nixon era, uh, that the courts have recognized that once an impeachment inquiry is authorized, that uh, the executive branch is has that extra requirement, that extra um, necessity to comply with Congress's demands for information. 
Yeah, so important. And I think the next week will be a big week for that. So I want to turn to one of the revelations that came out. It's a small payment, right? $1,380 comes in from Hunter Biden's law firm account to Joe Biden. It it clearly has a political implication. Joe Biden said, I never got money from my son. Clearly he did now. But there's a bigger issue, which is that the, the, the Biden family story is, well, he had a personal car. He couldn't afford it. President uh, Trump helped Hunter out for a couple months and then Hunter Biden paid him back. Except when he paid uh, Joe Biden back for this supposed lent money on the car, he didn't pay it out of his personal account. He took it out of his corporate law firm account. Are there some tax issues when you see a son get some personal benefit from a father and then he pays it back out of a corporate account? Well, absolutely. I I think that the commingling of, of the corporate accounts and the personal accounts is is going to raise uh, issues with the IRS and with you know you have the banks uh, issuing red flags on the Bidens to the degree that if you ask your local banker uh, if they had a hundred red flags on an account like the Biden family has over the years uh, what would that tell you about the activities that they were engaged in uh, I think your local banker would uh, agree that there's uh, some uh, corruption at at the very least, the commingling of the funds um, would raise concerns with the IRS and uh, potentially uh, put make you um, eligible for some uh, liability there uh, on the part of uh, violating the tax laws. Yeah, big questions right. going to be answered. And I would think that his accountant spanning would also be on the line because if I if if I didn't disclose this type of payment from a corporate to a personal or vice versa to my accountant, that he would be pretty upset knowing that his license to 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 be an accountant as a CPA would be on the line. Um, Sir, I wanted to ask you very quickly, though, we are seeing the message of Bidenomics not hit with the American people. An Axios report came out and said the Democrat leadership suggested pivoting away from Bidenomics to the phrase people over politics. Uh, I don't know if that resonates either, because I think most Americans who are suffering financially see that politics is exactly the reason over over people for these problems. Well, it's clear that the Biden administration has been picking and choosing uh, which people they want to reward. They want to reward uh, Democrats. They want to reward uh, environmentalists, the Green New Deal advocates who they shower money onto. Uh, their their friends in the tech industry, big tech, their friends in the media. Uh, these are the ones who are winning under the Biden administration's uh, policies. But the hardworking men and women who are in the 6th District of Virginia and all across the country are the ones who are losing under Bidenomics, who are losing ground, who are having to pay more just to get the same uh, good services that they are, are affording just a year earlier. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, Congressman Andy Biggs, a great friend of the show and one of the major players in the FISA reform driving its way through Congress right now. He'll join us right after these messages. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite. You and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and ZPAC. The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. Hey folks, John Solomon here from John Solomon Reports. I'm proud to be on the iHeartRadio app every day with my podcast, with the news that we bring, the exclusive interviews. And you know what else is great? You can listen to any iHeartRadio station anywhere in the country inside this free 
app. I used to listen to all sorts of radio on my AM or FM radio. Today, I don't have time to be in the car that often. You know where I listen? I listen on the iHeartRadio app. It's awesome. And they have some really cool new features, unlike anything else in the market. One of them is called Talk Back Mic. Anytime I have something to say, I tap the mic and send my voice message and then listen to hear my voice on one of my favorite shows. Isn't that cool? You can send a message to your favorite disc jockey, your favorite podcast show host. So be sure to download the iHeart app radio. If you don't have it right now, the iHeart radio app is a winner. Be sure to download the free iHeart radio app today and start streaming your favorite radio stations, your favorite podcasts, and your favorite music playlists right from the iHeart radio app. He is Congressman Andy Biggs. He serves on the House Judiciary and Oversight Committees, and he joins us again. Congressman, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. It's good. always good to be with you. Yeah. We we always love having you on and you I mean you you read the tea leaves properly because I remember back before uh, Title 42 was listed. You predicted exactly the numbers that we are seeing. And Customs and Border Patrol released some numbers this morning um, for the second day in a row, 10,000 immigrant encounters at the border. And of those, uh, there were a number, almost 150, who are Chinese nationals at the San Ysidro border, just south of San Diego. But obviously you represent Arizona. And sir, this, th- you said, you said 10,000 a day, this is what's going to happen. Is it going to explode still from there? Yeah, I, I think so. So an example would be in Eagle Pass, um, you had, uh, I, I can't remember what the number was yesterday, but it was no, well north of 1,000 just in Eagle Pass alone. And they have another group of 1,800 that should arrive there yet uh, tomorrow or the next day. So this is what you're seeing now, wave upon wave upon wave. Um, and so like when we start looking uh, at Lukeville, uh, the, in the group of 1,000 plus that are sitting there waiting, there is not a single, not a single woman or a child. All of those people are men ages 18 to 35. And we like to call those fighting age men, you know, military age men. And that's that's what you see in Lukeville, Arizona. And, and they've actually closed that port of entry because it is overwhelmed and they can't handle it. So I think you're going to move north of 10,000 and... Uh, uh, probably, uh, I would say within by by the end of January, you'll be sitting at probably twelve thousand a a day Jeez. coming through. That is unthinkable, and the nine, the numbers is mind-boggling. Sir, I want to talk about the testimony today in the Senate Judiciary Committee. Uh, Chris Ray said all the lights are blinking red when it comes to terrorism, and why not? We stopped our China counter-espionage program in academia. We opened up the border. Uh, we don't have a good sense of what Iran is doing after giving them billions of dollars of uh, relief. Um, his assessment, I'm sure you agree with, was there any effort to try to change minds today to say, hey, don't take my FISA powers away, don't change those. Was some of that playing into that today? Yes, 100%. What we have seen in the last two weeks out of the intelligence community and the federal police apparatus is this uh, uh, desire to scare the bejeebies out of Americans and particularly lawmakers to say, well, see, if you if you make us have a warrant uh, oddly, think about this. If you make us have a search warrant when we're going to uh, U.S. persons, then we're not going to be able to actually interdict uh, uh, terrorists that are coming across. And and the bottom line is two, twofold. Number one, um, just because you have to get a warrant on a U.S. persons, the U.S. person does not mean that you can't keep accumulating data and surveilling foreign persons on foreign soil. That's number one. And number two, if you really cared about terrorism, maybe you would actually secure our southern border. Because I also t- I had a briefing uh, early this morning uh, from a, a, a terrorist and Mideast expert telling us that what you're seeing now is uh, the uh, Iran is funding through the Muslim Brotherhood folks coming across our border um, and they are potential terrorists as well. And this administration is not doing anything to stop them. Jeez. Oh. Sir, in, in some of his testimony, there were some things he said that I, I don't know. I found a little bit of a problem with the, the framing and the premise of what he said, because the FBI does have limited resources. I mean, unless they, they boost their recruiting, which considering their reputation right now, I think that they're recruiting 
problems are probably on par with our military. But it seems to me that maybe if they weren't expending so many resources on uh, parents and school board meetings, Catholic Americans, January 6 grandmas, um, then maybe they could use those resources in a wiser way. Yeah, I agree with you, Amanda, 100 percent. So the report that just came out from the Judiciary Committee also talks about um, the, that that they spent more resources. They did far more than they ever admitted to publicly with regard to, say, the Catholics in Richmond. So you get it wasn't it wasn't that they just were uh, saying, well, you know, we got to keep an eye on these folks. They were actually going out and interviewing witnesses like pastors and congregants to try to 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 find information because these people were Catholic and wanted to go back to a traditional mass ostensibly. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that they want to surveil. And then they want to say, but but you know what? Uh, we don't want to have to get a warrant when we're surveilling people uh, that show up in a foreign database. I mean, that's just the, it, it's out, outrageous, quite frankly. It takes a lot of schutzpa. And it goes back, as, as Mike Lee was talking about, it's a general warrant. They really just want a general warrant, be able to get this massive amount of data and go after anybody and everybody and see if they can find a crime. Yeah, it's just extraordinary. Sir, I want to tie in with that, uh, the coordination that uh, Jim Jordan and Mary Laudermark just released a few minutes ago between the January 6th Democrat committee, almost all Democrats, two anti-Trump Republicans, that's the whole committee, so there isn't really a check and balance on them. They're coordinating with Fonnie Willis, the prosecutor who would eventually bring charges against President Trump. The idea that January 6th would do the investigative work for a local prosecutor in an effort to make sure that somebody brought charges against Donald Trump, disturbing to yeah, so what I'll tell you is, it, what this looks like, I mean, by the way, you guys did a great job breaking the story. Thank I've you. read the story, I've read the letter, and I can tell you that what this does is it just confirms what I think most people who are, uh, you know, who are open-minded about it. They say the J6 committee was hopelessly biased and stacked from the beginning. There was not a, an effort whatsoever to trying to find truth. It was designed to go after Donald Trump. And the Fannie Willis stuff, it, it just proves that because... She wants to come up and get information from them, which, by the way, you got videotapes of depositions that are missing that the, the, the chairman of the J6 committee has apparently thrown out. Um, but Fannie Willis wants to come up and get information so she can go down and, and come up with bogus charges against Donald Trump, because that that was the that was the goal. That's still the goal of so many of, of, of the Democrats or the hard left is to actually remove Donald Trump from public life and um, they'll cheat. They're willing to cheat and collude to do that. And this this, this story that you guys broke uh, actually uh, uh, indicates that very clearly to me. Yeah. Sarah, I just want to ask you very quickly. We got about 45 seconds left. This these payments from a Wasco PC, Hunter Biden's company to Joe Biden. Uh, Abby Lowell, his attorney, claims that it's it's just a, a, a car repayment for a Ford Raptor. I don't think, though, that what it's for is the issue. The issue is where it came from, right? That's exactly right. And it also, I mean, we're talking, it looks like Chinese money washed through Wasco, which is just one of Hunter Biden's uh, 20 some odd shell corporations. And to set it up on a regular uh, schedule indicates that it doesn't matter to them either where the money came from. They just wanted to make sure that that uh, Joe Biden was receiving money. You know what we call that? We call that bribery and selling access. That's that's really the one of the threads that we have going here. And how much more do they want before they start saying, hey, there might be a question of corruption with Joe right. Biden? Hey, folks, ever wonder how much power you can exert through the purse? Well, South Carolina State Treasurer Curtis Loftus is exacting some real consequences on woke companies. They're getting kicked out of South Carolina's investment opportunities. Curtis Loftus up next as the state treasury secretary in the forefront of that strategy. He'll join us right after these messages. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. 
Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, The term go woke, go broke is becoming more and more apparent every day. Yesterday, South Carolina Republican State Treasurer Curtis Loftus announced that he would stop further investments of the state's money into the Walt Disney Company. Joining us now to discuss this very historic move and what benefits he believes the state is going to see by boycotting Disney and other investments like it is the treasurer himself. Treasurer Loftus, great to have you on. Great to see you, John. Very nice to be back. Hi, Amanda. This is such an important moment. And I think that a lot of people in Washington say, oh, we can't do anything about all this wokeness. You're showing Congress, you're showing future uh, presidents, hey, the power of the purse can have a very powerful effect. Tell us a little bit about why you made this decision with the Walt Disney Company. Well, it is the old story. Money makes the world go round. Uh, We've been following Disney for years. You know, it's an iconic brand that we were all raised with and we all love. And then they just turned on us. They've gone hard left wing in, you know, the, the significant right inside the agency or inside the, the business. But we didn't do anything until they decided to gang up. You know, it's a gang of billionaires. They're like hooligans, the IBM and Walmart and, and uh, Disney and some others have ganged up on Twitter or X under the pretense of some tweet. But we all know it's not that. And I just don't think it's right that billionaires should be able to use their global resources to try to take the free speech platform away from working class and middle class people. Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I, I can hear the critics now saying, oh, this is totally political. It's because it's a Republican. But it, it it's actually not. I mean, th- this was a very wise fiscal decision because while... The issues at Disney were cultural. I mean, Bob Iger even admitted, I think it was last week, talking about how these messages that they were trying to push in their movies, it wasn't working. It's a fiscal decision because because Disney as an investment is no longer lucrative, right? That, that's correct. You know, their market cap, cap is down about half. Their stock was, uh, is down significantly to two years ago. And if I remember correctly, in 2019, they had seven movies that broke a billion dollars. 2023, they had zero. And, and so, you know, they, they're committing some type of corporate suicide. But again, I, I go back to this, this imbalance of power. We have some of the richest people in the world with global reach through these massive enterprises. It's probably close to, I, I need to do the math, but I think it's close to a trillion dollars worth of businesses are now boycotting a free speech platform. This is America. We, we just can't have that. It transcends our, our petty partisan uh, ideas about things, we have to defend free speech. And uh, you, it, it, when it comes down to billionaires versus, you know, the bus driver and the banker and the bug man, I, I'm going to be with the latter every time. I'm not going to be with the billionaires because they can buy their free speech and real people can't. Yeah, that's such a great thing. This really is a fight for the everyday American, not the elitists who often dominate the debates in our, our halls of power. Uh, are there other companies potentially in your sights right now? Are there other companies who are acting similar to Walt Disney that might be in danger of losing South Carolina business in the future? Well, I think so. John, I went down the rabbit hole about seven or eight years ago. And it's hard to remember because I've spent so much time. In fact, the last six weeks, I've been to three countries and uh, three states, five conventions in total, uh, visiting with asset managers, investment managers, people who run a whole country's pension plan. And they're all getting tired of ESG. But the the one refrain is constant. You gotta go through the motions. You just have to go through the motions. Well, this ESG has nothing to do with investing. It's a speech and behavior code that is given to everybody from the left, you know, it's the left's political doctrine. And 
we've got we, it is great news that people are getting tired of it. The, the people who've been uh, practicing it for a long time, they're getting tired of it. But what's more important is we have to get them over this last hump, which is you don't have to go through the motions. You can do otherwise. And I, I hope Disney does otherwise. I mean, the, the, the cultural rot there is significant. But maybe we can encourage people just to stand up and say, no, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I'd be a win for the American okay, people. Okay, sir, John asked if there were other companies. I want to ask if there are other states, because I would imagine that there are other like-minded treasurers across our great country who are seeing this decision that you have made and thinking to themselves, you know what, I think that that's probably a good thing for my state, too. Usually I would have reached out to the other treasurers, but just as a personal circumstance, our treasurer's office has been extremely busy with some big projects. So I didn't get all the networking done I should, but I've spoken with some of the treasurers and the State Physical Officers Foundation, which is a, kind of a conservative treasurer and auditor's group. They're, they're on board in a big way, and they're watching to see what happens. I can't stress again, and I think I mentioned this before we came on, I thought that I would receive a lot of pushback. I thought that there would be a lot of people who would give a reasoned um, explanation of why Disney had done what they've done, had done what they've done. And quite frankly, I haven't got it at all. I mean, it's 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 unsettling to me. On my Facebook page, I think I had a thousand likes and seven dislikes. I mean, you know, if you talk about apple pie and motherhood in the American flag, it's a 60-40, 70-30 split. Yeah. It's just incredible. And I think what it showed me was that the rot of Disney is much further along than I ever anticipated. Yeah, I think Ronald Reagan used to say there's a silent majority, man. They're not being so silent anymore. And I think you're seeing seeing that just in the Facebook data you mentioned. I want to turn to something else, because a lot of times people don't think foreign policy can be the province of state leaders. But you've done something very important in South Carolina, helped purchase $30 million in bonds for Israel right in the middle of this uh, Israel-Hamas war. A very big moment. Tell a little bit about how that not only benefits the, uh, the state of South Carolina, but also benefits one of America's great allies. You know, I'm an old-fashioned Baptist, and my, my grandmother used to always say, you never want to be on the wrong side of the God's chosen people. <laughs> and that was her way of always saying, be a good friend to the Jews. So we started buying Israel bonds when I was elected in 2011. We bought $155 million so far, and we bought $30 million during, uh, since October 7th. We did so because they're just a great ally of ours, ally of ours. and of course, they're uh, true to believe in democracy. I mean, their government, of course, is not exactly like ours, and it's a different part of the world. But we've got to be their friend, and we've got to stand there for them. Besides that, they've been selling uh, Israeli bonds since for, for 72 years. They've never been late on a payment. They've never missed an interest payment, not even by an hour. So it's a good, safe bet, and it's also pushing uh, the boundaries and, and, and making sure that democracy stays in power in the Middle East. Yeah, so important. Sir, it's not just Disney. Our economy as a whole feels like it's crumbling, and it seems that the Biden administration's message of Bidenomics is not selling. Uh, we had this report out from Axios about Democrat leadership who said that candidates should ditch that messaging. How do they pivot to something that makes this economy look better? It's smoke and mirrors, smoke and mirrors, smoke and mirrors, and they've gotten away with it for so long through this whole, all this conversation about DEI, which has nothing to do with diversity, equity, inclusion, or ESG. It has nothing to do with the environment. They're all speech and behavior codes. They think they can talk their way out of this. And what we just have to go back to is forget about whose fault it is. Forget about what's all happened. We are the majority. We have to get our people to vote. We just got to somehow muster the strength because this is the most important of my lifetime. There's no doubt about that. I'm 65 years old now. And never in my life have I ever had the slightest tinge of fear about the future of America. Folks, a disturbing story ahead. We're blinking a warning sign here. J.R. Majewski, candidate for Congress in Ohio, has a disturbing story about how his military, private, medical, and disciplinary records were improperly attained by a Democratic Party contractor. It's a warning sign for all of us in this era of identity fraud. J.R. Majewski, up next, right after these messages. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. 
Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Welcome back, everybody. Everybody knows that politics can get quite dirty, but this next story is quite a doozy, so brace yourselves. Between October of 2021 and December of 2022, there were at least a dozen service members who had their military records improperly released. And some forms, including discharge paperwork, in some cases went directly to a Democrat Party-linked opposition research firm known as Due Diligence Group. And while this is obviously problematic for many, many reasons, our next guest, whose records were released and published by a nationwide news organization, has said that the improperly disclosed data that was reported on and published negatively impacted the outcome of his election last cycle. So joining us to discuss this issue in greater depth is J.R. Majewski. He's a veteran of our Air Force and a candidate for Ohio's 9th Congressional District. J.R., great to see you. Welcome back to the show. Thanks, Amanda. Great to have, great to be here. And thank you for everything you guys are doing. We are happy to have you on, and I think it's really important to highlight your story because, you know, most people think that mudslinging is 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 pretty much the M.O. of politics, and, and it kind of is. Why is this different? Well, I think this is different because, you know, military veterans, um, you know, we, we, we put it all on the line when we serve the country. And regardless of what you've done in the service, just taking the oath to serve and, and sacrificing years out of your, your life uh, in service to the country is important. And I think, you know, we, we try to pride ourselves as American people to um, honor our veterans and their service. But, you know, what it seems like in politics that, um, you know, we are our politicians only like veterans when I mean, it's like we're a shiny object. They only like us when it, it fits their narrative. If uh, if we're their opposition, they're willing to go to, to any length to uh, destroy their character. And it's unfortunate because, um, you know, someone like me who who ran in, in, in such a um, promising seat here for the Republican Party, um, you know, was was slandered uh, based on the illegal release of my records, which allowed this opposition research firm to, to develop lies that couldn't be proven um, to the public. It was basically their word against mine. Mm, it's unbelievable. Uh, there's an element here of fraud because obviously the records that were released could only be released if you gave someone permission to access them or they could only be released to you. Uh, somebody signed this saying that you gave permission for this. Obviously, they didn't have that permission. Uh, after all the FBI's done on January 6th and all the other crimes, have you ever heard from an FBI agent or any criminal investigator saying that we'd like to treat you as a victim? No, not at all, John. And, um, you know, as somebody that maintained a pretty serious uh, uh, clearance working in the nuclear power industry. I think you know that the FBI would uh, would would find it within themselves to contact me, given that I worked with spent nuclear fuel. But I absolutely did not hear from the FBI. It would be nice, but I haven't. Unbelievable. I imagine. Yeah, uh, Jr. This is your second time around running, so you're kind of used to the rigmarole of politics and and how dirty it can get. Um, but I, I think that this is absolute garbage treatment by Democrats. And there seems to be a, a larger uh, theme here, which is that at least for Democrats, when it comes to politics and it comes to winning races, it is politics over veterans, politics over service members, politics over anyone who serves their country. Yeah, it's it's agenda over America. You're, exa you're, you're yeah. exactly right. And like I said, veterans become at some at some points shiny objects and um, it, it shouldn't be that way. And, you know, that's why I'm that's why I'm stepping up and fighting again. You know, w without this story coming out and without the lies that they were able to to fabricate, uh, you know, I would have won. And um, there's been some really, really well-renowned pollsters. I mean, Rich, Rich Barris is one of them. Uh, he's seen polling on my side of the fence and he's seen polling on uh, the captor side of the fence. And he's confident that I would have won by at least a point. So, 
you know, this is something that, um, you know, it's personal to me this time. It's, it's a little bit more than, uh, you know, uh, what it was last time. But I think we have a very, very, very good chance. But at the end of the day, this shouldn't happen to anyone, let alone myself as a veteran. But I'm not a victim. I, I want to make that clear. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a I'm a fighter. This is what guys like me are built for. This is why we're running for office. Um, it sucks that it happened to me. It was a terrible experience, but I'm a better person for it. Uh, you keep a much better attitude than I probably would if it had happened to me. I'll tell you that. Um, I want to turn to the issue of congressional oversight. Obviously, some members of Congress have begun inquiring on this. There looks like there needs to be some reforms at the Air Force or at the Pentagon in general, because this was too easy a scam for someone to pull off. I mean, no one checked the signature. No one contacted you and said, hey, someone's trying to get your your personal records that are covered by confidentiality in the Privacy Act. They don't even check with you. Do you think there are some reforms that can come out of this to make sure that future service members don't endure what you did. Yeah, absolutely. I think that um, you know the, the the Privacy Act lays it out pretty pretty clearly on what should be released from a military service member's record. And and like I said, it wasn't the fact that um, my it wasn't the context of what was released because my records were fine. It was the ability of the Associated Press and this opposition research firm to fabricate a narrative. Um, based on my records, to, I mean, they lied by omission, right? And that, that's really where they got me. Um, but, you know, I think members like uh, Corey Mills, Matt Gates, Anna Paulina Luna, they've, they've looked into this. They've actually subpoenaed high-ranking members of the Air Force who some attended and some refused. But I absolutely think that um, veterans should be transparent with their records. But again, there's laws in place that set the precedence, and we cannot violate those laws. All right, folks, we've got a good one to finish out the Sunday Brunch Edition. How about a little pop culture, a little family time, get into the holidays. Maybe you want a good laugh, but you want one of those family-friendly movies, not one of those negative Christmas movies that seem to be the new norm in pop culture today. Jingle Smells. It's a funny, funny movie, family-friendly, produced by Sean Hannity and Logan Siclo. Logan Siclo, hello, is going to be with us to describe why this movie is such a great opportunity for your family this holiday season. We'll have that right after these messages. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, John, I'm maybe going out on a limb here, but I think that everyone probably knows that our show is hard-hitting and news-packed. This hour on television, it is straight no mixer. But some of our viewers might not know that we actually love to have a little fun and dive into the entertainment industry. And we have the perfect next guest to do that with. Logan Sekula wears multiple hats between working as the director of media for the ACLJ or getting multiple awards for his filmmaking and producing skills. And there is a new movie that just came out around Thanksgiving called Jingle Smells. And instead of explaining the movie, I want everyone to just watch this official trailer. Check it out and we'll catch you on the other side and bring in Logan. You know, it's very hard to find a place that even comes close to being worthy of your beauty. It's romantic. It's about you and me alone. Wow, look at the two of you. Merry Christmas, America. Hollywood has canceled Mason Stone. Stone will be digitally replaced by AI. Boycott Stone! We will no longer be manufacturing Mason Stone characters. Get them all out of here by Christmas Eve. You gotta be kidding me. How'd you get it? Oh, oh, fell off the truck. There was a truck involved. The mysterious gift giver has struck again. If you get busted with those toys, you're done. And you made me an accessory. Well, you know what they say, some accessories are required. Am I smiling? No. Jingle smells, jingle smells, stinking all the way. They called me Jingle Smells. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, joining oh, us awesome. now to 
Yeah, oh, I love it. Uh, joining us now to talk to us about this movie is the executive producer of that movie, Logan Seculo. Logan, it's great to have you here. I want to ask you about the inspiration for this film. Obviously, we see so much happening in the woke world in cancel culture. I know that that probably had something to do with it, but as far as storyboarding and coming up with a storyline for something like this, how did it all start? Sure, it all started really uh, organically. Uh, I was with my family out at a... Uh, you know, we were we were packing up at home and taking out the garbage, and I legitimately threw a bag of trash over my shoulder, said "ho ho ho," and the kids laughed. And when the kids laughed, I thought, "Oh, that's something. That's something interesting." So I, I worked with a, a writer friend of mine, and I said, "Hey, what about a story about some sort of garbage man Santa story? What could we do here? What could we come up with?" And then. A lot of stuff started happening, and obviously the cancel culture side of media really started to take hold. And we started to actually see some of the storyline elements end up being playing out happening in real life, which was people going out making conservative or patriotic statements and having extreme things happen to them, whether they were losing their jobs or even, like I said, these action heroes end up losing their toys, toys being pulled from the shelves. I know I'm a huge collector, which helps uh, tell this story because I was one of those people running out to the stores to make sure I could still get certain characters and, and certain things that were happening as the world was shifting into this chaos. So we wrote this script that really uh, touches on a lot of that. So while the core story is about a, a Marine who came back from the Afghanistan withdrawal, uh, you know, the botched withdrawal that we all saw happen in, in real time, and we were able yeah. to, to weave that part in uh, to really base it in some form of reality that we thought people could connect with. And then at the same time, the story, and he ends up becoming uh, kind of uh, the, the garbage man of this city. Same time, there is uh, a Hollywood megastar who, again, gets canceled for, for practically saying nothing. For You know, it's satirical, so it's a comedy. So he says, you know, God bless America and may he protect our troops. And that's enough to send the activists and the online uh, community after him. And when that happens, the toys are pulled from the shelves. And maybe the toys end up in the hands of our favorite you know, military uh, hero slash garbage man. And with that, obviously, you can kind of guess a little bit where it goes. It kind of becomes a Santa Claus, Robin Hood story. has a lot of great faith elements in it as well. Uh, it's packed with a ton of great messages, but not in a way that's uh, overdone or, or ham-handed. It's done in a way with respect. And also, it's a big family comedy uh, that everyone can sit and enjoy. There's no language, no profanity, nothing in it. Uh, just some really uh, funny sweet stories and a kind of a Christmas movie like a lot of us grew up with. Uh, that is awesome, awesome. to hear, uh, Logan. This is such great. And you got an incredible cast. Right? First, you got Sean Hannity is an executive producer. That's a new That's role right. for him. How about that? And then John Schneider, Eric Roberts, Ben Davies, Jim Brewer. My God, uh, your dad's band even makes a, a cameo in here, doesn't it? They do. <laughs> they, do. Uh, they, they, you know, I won't spoil it, but they make an appearance towards the end of the movie. The band, the Jay Sekulow band is in it. But, you know, when we were casting this, uh, sure, we called on some friends. So, John Schneider is someone we've worked with for years and we've known oh, for great. years. And I love him and he's a great person. And I was like, this, he's got to play a role. And then we start getting connected with other people and we decided, hey, it's a big Christmas comedy. What could we do here? It's a comedy. Who do we know? And through some mutual friends we met, as you see on the screen right now, Victoria Jackson and Jim Brewer, both from Saturday Night Live, uh, both who are pretty outspoken. Oh, and yeah. they came on board. And again, have just a, to see the two of them on screen. Uh, together is a really, really fun moment. Uh, and the cast just grows. We have some professional wrestlers in it. If you're wrestling fans, James Storm and, and Dylan Postle, who is Hornswoggle in the WWE. Uh, and those guys are people I've worked with before, and they're just terrific. And as well, obviously, as you said, Ben Davies, from, he's in the Daily from the Daily Wire. He's also yeah. courageous. And, uh, he, and a lot of those big faith movies, he's, he's been a big part of them. But we were able to give it something different. Again, have a Christmas comedy. Uh, and that cast, though, Specifically during this time, uh, you know, we want to give an opportunity also to a lot of casts uh, who are willing to speak out. And it's nice to watch a movie and know, you know, everyone that's in this doesn't hate you. Uh, and yeah. is it going to be Absolutely. the people in social media who says that? I mean, I hate to live in the world where that's the case, but sadly, it's kind of where we're at. There we are. Yeah. Right. yeah. I want to ask you about the robustness of alternative entertainment because, sure. um, you know, I grew up in the focus on the family uh, generation and. It was lacking when it came to quality, uh, but we have a law of supply and demand and competition. And it seems to me that as more and more people come out doing this type of thing, the more the more voluminous the body of work becomes, the more the cream rises to the top. And it seems like especially with films like this, the quality of it is just getting so much better. Yeah, 
I think that there's a lot to be said that, hey, I want to shout out, if you know, focus on the family, you know you may, but hey, a big, big McGee and me fan, those things were big inspirations for a lot of us, but I understand <laughs> what you mean, the quality is changing, and what that also is doing is the prices have come down, and I think that that is something Hollywood doesn't really want you to know. They don't want you to know that you don't have to spend $300 million to make a movie. There's some weird stuff going on there, I have to be honest, when I see something like the last Indiana Jones movie, and they're talking about it's a flop, and it made $350 million at the box office, I go, well, then someone's doing some bad accounting here because there's no reason any movie uh, should cost that, right? I feel like, right now. Uh, so that's a whole different story. But the reason why you're able to create a movie, and I have to say, our director, Dana Lusco, and, and our DP, Isaac, who just can take a, a dollar and stretch it, if you will, because, look, these are not uh, movies. They look like multi-million dollar, big, giant productions. But we're able to you're able with digital me, digital media and all the people that are coming together for this, like you said, Sean Hannity, you don't yeah. have to have all this weird red tape of Hollywood. No. Nope. I mean, we we're right, right now on on Rumble. You know, we, we premiered on Rumble, ex, you know, originally exclusively on Rumble. That's where it was our premiere platform. Right. I still encourage people, that's where I want you to watch. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports. The podcast from Just the News, a big thank you to Ken Paxton, Ben Klein, Andy Biggs, Curtis Loftus, J.R. Majewski, and of course, Logan Ciccolo. We got a few laughs out of that. That was pretty fun. Jingle smells. Go check that out. All right, that wraps up our Sunday brunch edition. Hopefully you're wrapping gifts, going Christmas shopping, filling out those Christmas cards you're behind on, or just sitting watching a good football game the rest of the day. Whatever it is, brace your family, your loved ones, your friends, and appreciate all that your Lord has given all of us. Have a great Sunday. We'll be back tomorrow with regular programming. You've been listening to John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. Can't pay the IRS? Haven't filed in a while? Receiving threatening letters? Yeah, it's about to get worse. The IRS is hiring an army of agents targeting hardworking Americans like you. You need warriors on your side. You need Tax Network USA. Tax Network USA employs brilliant strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. For instance, they've discovered a limited-time special offer that the IRS is willing to waive $1 billion in penalties. Find out if you qualify before it's too late. Never call the IRS alone. Let Tax Network USA attorneys handle it. They have preferred direct lines to the IRS. They know which agents to work with and which to avoid. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts and offer a best-in-class guarantee. Schedule your free consultation now. Call one 800 245 That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit taxnetworkusa.com slash Victor Tax Network USA.com slash Victor. Hey there, it's Amanda Head, and I am thrilled to introduce to you my new exciting podcast, Furthermore, with Amanda Head, broadcasting weekly from sunny Los Angeles, California, and brought to you by the dynamic Just the News Podcast Network. On this fresh and engaging podcast, I delve into the latest news with a little bit of a twist, exploring the furthermore of every story. But this isn't your typical run-of-the-mill news commentary or politically charged program. I interview a diverse range of guests, including business leaders, entertainers, musicians, educators, experts, politicians, and many influential figures from both the United States and around the world. So why not make your Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays a little more interesting? Tune in on your preferred podcast platform and discover furthermore with Amanda Head on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And don't forget to hit that follow or subscribe button and be sure to download the latest episodes. I can't wait to have you join me on this exciting journey.